Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Wealthy Sisters is on the air. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure-earning women of color. Tune in Mondays at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time as entrepreneur, author, speaker Deborah Hartnett showcases the triumphant journey of these powerful sisters. You'll be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278 or listen live 24 hours a day at www.wealthysisters.com. Now... Our host, Deborah Hardnett. Well, hello and welcome to Wealthy Sisters, sponsored by Big Thinkers Academy, where we provide professional solutions for maximizing human potential. Also, you can visit us at www.bigthinkersacademy.com. We are so excited to announce our Big Thinkers Entrepreneurial Leadership Conference coming this May 17th through the 19th. That's going to be held here in the D.C. Baltimore area. You can go again to bigthinkersacademy.com and click on events and learn about all the great information there. We will, of course, be sharing more info with you during the show today. I'd like to always remind you that Wealthy Sisters is where we celebrate the lives of six- and seven-figure earning women, and our purpose is twofold. First, we love to inspire and encourage you, the listener, and second, we must edify, promote, and acknowledge and say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hardnett, your host, broadcasting live on the Worldwide Blog Talk Network, and today is another fabulous Monday. happens to be March 12, 2012. Hmm, what's going on with that number there? I don't know. If you're a lottery player, does the lottery play today? Is that a, a number or something to sign for us? I, I tell you what, if you don't know that, I know this for sure. Our future is extremely bright, so I hope you are as excited about it as I am. We're here every week at the same time. That's Mondays, 12 noon Eastern, so thank you for going and spread the word. Well, I'm always looking forward to this show today. Day, as always, but before we move on, I just got to make sure if you missed last week's show with the acclaimed bridal fashion designer, Therese Fleetwood, you have to catch it. The first, at least the first 20 minutes of it, she came on with some power full nuggets of wisdom. I mean, she has an incredible mind, and she shared the truth and a lot of truths and her truths as to how she became so successful. It is a must. Go to www.wealthysistersradio. Make sure you uh, put us in your bookmarks, favorite, and you can download that show and listen to it as well as this show uh, from today. Now, you know, as every week I always tell you how excited I am about planning and 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 for the content that we're providing and and today's show I am equally as excited although it's a topic I know that can kind of be kind of sensitive um, because we don't really like talking about these things but one thing we know for sure it's the inevitable you know there are two things that are certain about life we're either going to grow older or and or we will expire hopefully we're all blessed with a long long life but when that time comes what is left you know what type of legacy or or can, do we have enough income that we can even take care of our arrangements? I just had uh, a family member to pass away, and, and then um, another friend of the family passed away, and it's two weeks now, and they're just having the service this week because they had to get the money together. You know, not just talking about that, but 
beyond that, you know, living until 80, living until 90, how are we prepared to do that? And can we realistically today even think about with the climate that a lot of us might be experiencing? Is there a way that we can still plan for our future? So today's show I feel is one of the absolute most important shows we've ever done. So if you have to log off and come back on, you want to make sure you go back and listen to this show today because we have some phenomenal women, experts that are going to be with us today. The first guest that we will be bringing on is none other than Ms. Manira Warner. She is uh, has been in the uh, funeral business for over uh 16 years. She was a funeral director and she's doing some incredible things in that field as far as educating uh, people today on what and how we need to be prepared. And then also our second guest is another phenomenal woman, uh, Miss Marcella Milan Williams. She happens to be the co-finder of LBG Financial Services and they are a family-owned independent financial services firm that talks about wealth preservation, preservation, asset protection, retirement and all those things and legacy planning. So you know what you need to do right now. I need for you to go text, Facebook, tweet them, tell everybody to dial in to the show today. Tell them, look, say, I know you might not want to talk about this, but it's the inevitable. Dial 347-838-9278 right now, 347-838-9278 right now, and we're also going to do our best to take some questions at the end of the show as well, so you can let them know that. Also, if you're in the chat room, we'll do our best to do that as well. And as a reminder, you know, we, we love for you to be able to be uh, aware of what we're sharing every week. So just why don't you follow us, go to Facebook, go to Twitter, and you can follow us on the Wealthy Sisters there. You, If you're logged into the Blog Talk Network, you can click right there on the show where it says follow us and subscribe to us there. Um, and also you can find us on the Deborah Hartnett there on Twitter and Facebook as well. So we want to make sure that you have that. Know that we are available on iTunes. You can download the show on iTunes. That's right. And just, just spread the word about the great content that we're sharing. And again, we want to thank each and every one of you all for tuning in every week. Now, I tell you, um, before we move forward to our guests, you just got to learn a little bit more about how powerful uh, all of them, both of them are. But I just want to share a little bit about Manira. She's actually, when she was about three years old, she had a family member to pass away. And that's what sparked her interest in the funeral industry. Uh, she was just 15 years old when she got started, and now she's a graduate of a Temple University and Pittsburgh Institute of Mortuary Science, and she became a licensed funeral director at the age of 21, 21 now. And like I said, after seven years, she has developed a whole new uh, platform in this area with several businesses, including Funerals Today magazine, Funeral Divas Social and Support Group. And she's going to be sharing some phenomenal things with us today on the show. So what we need for you to do right now, we're going to take a short break. Go ahead and get your paper and pen together. Come back. Tell everybody that you know that, hey, they need to catch this show. Tell them to dial 347-838-9278. We'll be right back after this short break, and we're going to bring on our first guest, Ms. Manira Warner. Hold one moment. We'll be right back. This segment is sponsored by WillDrake.com. That's www.WillDraike.com. The hot new suspense novel, Bad and Worse, A Tale of Men, published by Permal Coast Publishing. Sometimes the only way to stop a killer is to love him. Would you like to reach quality professionals? Expose your product and services to thousands on a monthly basis? Advertise with the Wealthy Sisters Media Group. Our packages include both on-air and website banner placements. Call our offices today at 1-800-917-9435, extension 803, or visit our website at www.wealthysisters.com to begin building your brand today. Well, we are live back on Wealthy Sisters again. Welcome, everyone. I want to thank you for tuning in to us today. If you're just dialing in or you're downloading the show, welcome. And uh, as a reminder, you can always catch this show and all of our others at the Wealthy Sisters Radio. That's Wealthy Sisters, S-I-S-T-S, radio.com. 
we want to thank you again for tuning in. This is a very important show today. We're talking about planning the inevitable. And we're going to start out with our very first guest, none other than Miss Manera Water out of Philadelphia. Welcome, Manera, to Wealthy Sisters. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me, Deborah. Oh yes, yes, yes. Well, you know, um, like I said, this this show is is a show that's. I mean, it's it's so important, and I just really, really trust everybody are able to get the information that uh, you're sharing with us all today. You know, and it's it's real personal for me. I I know when my I was six years old, my father passed away, and uh, you know, it, it's. And I've had a lot of experiences from my mother um, and grandparents taking care of uh, our son's arrangements and just mm-hmm. so many things. And then friends, you know, who who needed assistance. It's so much to know at that time. Um, mm-hmm. And, and you know, before we really get into that, because I just want people to know that it's it's, it's it's an area that uh, we have to talk about. But before we get started with that, Manira, I just want to take the time out and just kind of learn a little bit more about your background. We know how, you know, we read how you actually got started in in this business, but tell us a little bit more how that affected you and your experience and why you actually made this transition into this field. Well, when I was 13 years old, I had three family members that passed away, two uncles mm-hmm. and a gra- two uncles and a grandfather. So mm-hmm. um, about a year later, you know, it still resonated with me, and I decided, you know, maybe I do want to be a funeral director. Maybe that is the business I want to go into. So when mm-hmm. I was 15, I got a job working at a funeral home, and every summer all the way up until I was 21, I worked at a funeral home. That was basically the only job that I had, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so um, – I went to college and graduated and became a funeral director at 21, and I was licensed for seven years. I just turned in my license December of 2011. So, but in the meantime, while all that was going on, I had started two two businesses, Funerals Today Magazine and Funeral Diva Social Group. Social group, Funeral Divas um, social group started actually with a T-shirt. It was just to empower women in funeral service, and the T-shirt was just simply said, Funeral Divas empowering women in funeral service. Uh So Uh I thought that that was good enough, and it would make women feel great, you know, because we don't really, we didn't really have a place for so many years in the funeral business. So we Uh were always in the back, even though we were licensed funeral directors, we were still in the background. So I, um, I did the T-shirt, and about a month later, I had. I don't know how many emails from all over, women all over the world saying, this is a movement, we need more, we want more. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay. So I uh, created the, the social group. And I said, well, we'll get together and we'll do events and we'll support each other, you know. And mm-hmm. it just took on a life of its own. It went from 10 members to we almost have 600 members now. So mm-hmm. now we have uh, events and, uh, you know, Diva TV and a mentorship program and, I mean, it has really taken on a life of its own. It's 17 chapters in 17 different states. So, um, and then when Funerals Today magazine is basically an entertainment magazine, like with celebrity funerals, like Whitney Houston, we have a um, we this issue to her, of course. And inside, you won't just find out, you know, celebrity funerals, but you'll be educated also on the funeral mm-hmm. industry. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, when you you first started out, you 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 hit a lot of things. That when you started out and you told mm-hmm. your your parents uh, that you know this is something that you were looking at because, like I said, this is this is not a common thing um, that we hear about. We know it's real. It's a recession proof <laughs> business <laughs> for sure. Right. But what what did your your family say when they said, "Okay, that's that's what you want to do"? <laughs> did they well, have any reservations? Yeah, it wasn't just my family. It was it, just imagine being in high school and being oh. 15 and telling all the ninth graders that you're going to be a yeah. funeral director. I yeah. lost every friend that I had in high school. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but I was still standing strong, and I said I'm still going to do this. You know, what I mean, I had basically two friends the whole four years that I was in high school. So uh-huh. everybody stopped talking to me. My mother, my my father, everybody wanted to know why is this something you really need to think about? Because at first I wanted to be a doctor, you know. But uh-huh. when I found out that people, you couldn't save people. I thought doctors, you know, save people. No one died once you went to the hospital to get all fixed up. But when right. I figured that out, you know, at thirteen that that wasn't going to happen, I said, you know what? Maybe the funeral thing is for me. I'm I'm good at this, <laughs> you know. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
But no, nobody. No, it wasn't one person that said go for it, not one. Now, isn't that interesting? When we think about it and you think about all of your experience and everything that when you went to school that you learned, wonder why we have such a challenge dealing with that. Why, Why do you think that is? You know what? You mean dealing with death, right? It's just yeah, I think yeah. Or oh, why? Why would it be so that you would lose your friends and no one would really understand and no one would tell you go ahead and I mean, knowing that it's a recession-proof business, that at least you would never be out of a job, you would never be hungry. You know what? Why wouldn't we think that way? I wonder. Um, you know, it starts with the scary movies, first of all. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> okay. Being afraid of death because they think dead people come back to life and dead people are nasty. But, in fact, these people are your loved ones. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. You, shouldn't, mm-hmm. you, you shouldn't be afraid of, you know, somebody you've known for your whole life. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I see, I see. Well, when we were talking about this, um, I know you mentioned when we'll come back, we'll kind of bounce around a bit here. You mentioned your um, funeral divas support group for the industry for those who, as many people that are women that are in the industry, but you all haven't had that type of galvanization like you're doing now. And I noticed I, I, we kind of talked about every. Funeral home, where you think of, it's always a, a Murray brothers or Sellers brothers and all of that, and you never really hear um, the the females or sisters taglines on there. And we exist. And we we yes. definitely exist. I mean, uh, right now, mortuary schools is about sixty percent of the students are females. You know. Mm-hmm. So we're coming back like we were before. I know this is like going into history, but back in the 1800s, women were the ones who took care of the dead. And then, mm-hmm. you know, when the world, world came, people needed to be embalmed. And um, mm-hmm. and that's when, the men, that's when it became a male-dominated industry because it took on the science aspect, the embalming aspect. So that's is what that right? So slowly uh-huh. we start to come back and, you know, take the forefront. And the thing is, I don't, uh, you know, I, I always brag on the women, but we really do have more of a compassion when it comes to it. When it, when the men are planning funerals, that's basically what they're doing. They're planning a funeral, you know. <laughs> so but when the women come, we put that special touch on the funeral, and you can feel that we're, you know, on that same level with you. We're showing that compassion. We're showing that empathy that you need at that time. You know, and men can't always do that. So I'm so mm-hmm. glad that, you know, more women are getting back into the business, you know, as they should. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I know one of the things we wanted to talk about today is actually, you know, someone that's preparing or planning. Um, I'm sure you can make suggestions for us all who have to make that mental process. I know I know you kind of, in our um, sidebar conversation, you mentioned mm-hmm. a lot of times we don't like to plan because we think that's putting a jinx or that's going to, you know, yeah. make it happen right away or faster or what have you. But mm-hmm. how should we prepare ourselves and what are some of those things and why should we plan uh, our funeral uh, arrangements in advance as opposed to just letting our family figure it out when we're gone? You know what, I have uh, I have basically uh, three reasons why. Um, the thing is, people are afraid to make funeral arrangements, and I think these are the reasons why they're afraid to make funeral arrangements. Uh, mm-hmm. One thing we have to realize is that death is a part of life. It's nothing else to sure. You don't know whether you're going to get married. You don't know whether you're going to get your next job soon enough, mm-hmm. but you know you will die. You know, I know mm-hmm. it sounds harsh, but that's one thing that you can be sure of. So um, that's one thing that you should also be prepared for in life. If there's nothing else that you should be prepared for is death. And the thing is it only takes an hour to two hours to go into a funeral home to make funeral arrangements. You know, and and, and, and you don't always have to put down ten thousand dollars. You can just basically arrange your funeral service and tell the funeral director what you want. The second reason you uh shouldn't be afraid is it's your loved one. You shouldn't be afraid of them. You weren't afraid of them when they were you shouldn't be afraid of them when they die. And you actually show your love for them when you create that final memory of them. Mm-hmm. That final memory is their funeral service, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And a, another third reason that people are afraid is that they uh, uh, they shouldn't be afraid is that um, you realize after you make the funeral arrangements, you realize on a more personal and professional level that once you make funeral arrangements, you can do anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, once mm-hmm. you bury mm-hmm. your mother, that next day, you know, the small task at hand shouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. um, it, you know, once you walk out of funeral home, you should know that you face your fear of death, and after the mm-hmm. healing has occurred in your life, the the problems in life shouldn't be a big deal. You know, mm-hmm. so you know those are the 
three things that I see people running into a lot of times when it comes to, you know, being afraid to make funeral arrangements. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? Now, as far as someone planning their own service, mm-hmm. what are some of the things that we need to look out for? I mean, I, I know it is it can be more cost effective if you do mm-hmm. prior to as opposed to on demand as a need. Right. I mean, the markup right. could be a, 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 a big difference. I know that um, from from my mom, she had her, she had her cemetery taken care of, but if mm-hmm. she hadn't, you know, there would have been an extra three, four thousand that we, you know, would have had to pay, um, you know, if she hadn't taken care of that. So what are what are some of the things that people need to look at when they are planning so that their children or loved ones or whomever can say, I right. know what she wanted, this is what he wanted. Mm-hmm. What are some of those things? You know, a lot of times people try to wait until they're 70 or 80 years old to make, you know, funeral arrangements, and, and they could be mm-hmm. done at any time. And the reason why they should be done when you first think about them, I've had people make prearrangements at 25 years old, and I wasn't even 25. You know, I was 21 when I, when I first became a funeral director, and it was 25 years making funeral arrangements. And I learned mm-hmm. from them that it was one of the best things that you can do. So what mm-hmm. I did was develop, you know, to give to families the top, you know, f- top ten reasons, in case people want to take notes, um, the top ten reasons why you should make um, – Prearrangements for yourself, and, and they're very they're very uh, basic and they're very easy. And the first reason is it gives you peace of mind. You know, once you make these funeral arrangements for yourself, you, you have peace about your life once you make those funeral arrangements. The second reason is it shows that you care about yourself. You know, a lot of people say that when I die, just cremate me and put me in a jelly jar and bury me in the backyard. You ever heard people say that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, just put me in a box. Don't worry about it. I mean, right. that just goes to show how much you don't yourself. So when you right. make these prayers, you show you care about yourself, you know. And number mm-hmm. three, it takes the burden off your children and your family and your husband, you know, mm-hmm. to know that they can walk into the funeral home with two pieces of paper and say, here, this is what he wanted or this is what she wanted. Mm-hmm. And number four is unplanned funerals cause your family to make unwanted decisions, not just at the funeral home, but it could be just something as basically simple as what kind of shoes you wanted to wear. You know, mm-hmm. they make mm-hmm. all kinds of unwanted decisions when it comes to a lot of things when they don't make prearrangements. Number mm-hmm. five is wishes are carried out for your own funeral arrangements. Number six, you want to ensure that your body is properly cared for. Suppose you die in another state in another city and your body is just laying there. Nobody knows what to do. But if you make prearrangements, your your body is um, properly cared for at that time when you die. Mm-hmm. Number seven is just the right thing to do. Number eight, you will be um, you'll be able to personalize personalize your services. When when I say personalize, everybody thinks services are personalized. You go to funeral after funeral, and it's just the same service over and over and over again. When you make arrangements, you get to personalize every little aspect of your funeral service about you know the things that you want, the things you want to wear, the things you want to do, how your hair would be, how your makeup would be, you know. So um, number nine is suppose you get older. And you are the sole survivor in your family. I've had a lady who made prearrangements for herself, and she was 90 when she died. And the only people who were at her funeral was me and my staff. But mm. the thing is, at least she had a funeral. Suppose mm-hmm. she wouldn't have made the pre-print her funeral. Nobody else was left, so she had to do it. You know, mm-hmm. so um, you may be the sole survivor in your family, and no one is around to make those prearrangements. You never know how old you'll live. You know, mm-hmm, and number mm-hmm, ten, mm-hmm. like you said, number ten, and one of the most important things is you'll have full control over your funeral and your burial expenses. Once you go in and you tell the funeral director what you want, and they give you that uh, funeral contract or that funeral bill, um, or a statement of itemized services, it'll say five thousand dollars, six thousand dollars, and you'll know exactly how much that is, and you can choose to, you know, open an insurance, uh, you know, get insurance for that amount or a burial reserves for that amount. And and that's it. That's the price of your services. And sometimes they'll even help you out by putting a five percent inflation on it. So in case things do change, you're still covered. Mm-hmm, you know, so you know mm-hmm. exactly how much you're going to be paying when you die. Your family knows. Everybody knows. And it only takes an hour or two, and you walk out of the funeral home and never have to think about it again. As long as you mm-hmm. tell somebody where to find those papers. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, people make it harder than what it really is, and it's really not that hard. You just do it, and once it's done, that's it. <laughs> 
it's kind of it's it's a sense of like buying insurance. I know, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, like we have to, you know, for protection for our homes and for our automobiles and in health as well. But one thing I know you you mentioned, um, we, you could probably add eleven on that because I definitely have seen this. You know, mm-hmm. by you making your own arrangements, you can cut back on family quarrels and oh, <laughs> and breakups. Because mm-hmm. I've seen many, many, and I know you have stories of families mm-hmm. that um, just goodness, just the stress and the strain of it all and planning, and one mm-hmm. person has an idea and another has an idea. They want to get five limousines, and people don't mm-hmm. know limousines cost. They're, they're not mm-hmm. you all. They, you don't give them to us free. Right, <laughs> right. You know, ten police escorts. You don't get that to us free. we got to play the cops. For their time, and so you know that, those things even off their emotions. You know that's yes. their emotions making them do and make all of these crazy decisions, and then they look yes. back in a month and go, "What the heck did we do that for? Mommy didn't yeah. want all of that." Yeah, you spent five grand, an extra five grand, when you could have had that insurance extra money, you know, for the family or for your child or, or what have you. So, yeah, that's that's another reason I, I would definitely say, you know, it's important to to have these arrangements beforehand. And I like you said, it, it doesn't have to be anything formal. It doesn't have to take all day. You can just at least. At home, jot something down on, on paper. Exactly. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. You can jot ten things down on a piece of paper and say this is the ten things that she wanted to do or he wanted to do, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. So now um, you, you mentioned as far as the expense is concerned, um, they can also purchase of the, the cemetery um, plots as well. I think we kind of yes. talked about that a little bit. Why, why is that important, doing that ahead of time? You know, and can a lot you do tombstones and all of that as well, too? Yeah, they can do they can do a mm-hmm. whole lot of things before time. Mm-hmm. You know, cemetery plot, you have the choice of purchasing a, purchasing a single grave, a double grave, a whole family mm-hmm. plot if you want to. Um, mm-hmm. And they can do that just by walking into a cemetery. That You don't have to go to a funeral home to do that, unless the mm-hmm. funeral home is located inside of a cemetery. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. that happens. But, mm-hmm. you know, just basically going to the cemetery, sometimes that's the easiest part for people. A lot of times they already come to the funeral home and they already have the grave already selected, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So that the uh, the tombstone could be purchased from the cemetery or from the funeral home, depending on if that funeral home is an authorized dealer, you know, of tombstones. Um, a lot of people know people who do flowers, who do obituaries, you know, so they can also do that ahead of time. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, so um, it, it's a lot of things they can they can open up once they get the funeral bill from the funeral director to know how much the funeral is going to cost. You know, you don't pay the funeral director. You can go to the bank and open up a barrier reserve and put that mm-hmm. money into an account, and the only person who can take it out is the licensed funeral director when you die. You uh-huh. know, so it's always oh. oh, I had never heard of that. Okay, so that's something that you could do at the bank. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, some people are responsible enough just to open a separate checking account and not touch the money. But if you know you think you're going to dip into the money, you know, <laughs> just open just open a burial reserve, you know, at uh-huh. your bank. And, uh-huh. you know, all banks do it. All banks do it. So open a burial reserve at your bank, and you put the money in. You can put it in monthly, or you can put it in all at once. And then the next thing you know, you know, whenever you pass away, hopefully 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now, then uh-huh. the funeral director will walk in and he with the death certificate and a funeral bill and say and get the check for the funeral to pay for the funeral. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's yeah. good. That's good. I love it. I love it. Now tell tell us um, a little bit more. We we know that there are a lot of listeners and uh, many who might have daughters and sons who who might be interested in this or looking for a field, trying to decide. You know, I'm at a, at a change of pace. Why would you suggest someone consider this this particular industry? You know what? In order to get into this business, you have to have a heart for it. You can't do it for money. You can't do it for, you know, whatever other reason. You have to feel mm-hmm. some kind of um, a draw to it. It, it. It's just in you. Most of the women who are part of funeral divas can't even explain, really, why they are funeral directors or why they're in the funeral business. They just felt it in their heart that this is something that they should do. And if they're mm-hmm. even thinking about doing this, then most likely it, it is in your heart. It's something that's in your heart for you to do. And, mm-hmm. you know, and it reaps great benefits. You're helping people at the worst time in their lives, and not many mm-hmm. people can do that. 
most of the time, mm-hmm. most businesses meet people at the best time in their lives. You meet them at the worst time of their lives, and in a week you've created a final memory picture for their loved one, you know, something mm-hmm. that, you know, no one else can do. So mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, I think it's a, I think the whole world, <laughs> half the world should be, you know, in the funeral business because mm-hmm. who doesn't want to help you at your worst time, at your worst point? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I know just uh, from working uh, in the in the in the church in the ministry, I was a leader of a, of a major ministry uh, in Atlanta. Um, the one of the ministries at the church, and um, you know, I was I served at several. Not to mention, like I said, my family experiences, but several, and I just. I just learned so much at um, mm-hmm. a person's burial service because you really learn about life during that time, how a person mm-hmm. lived, and you know what. Sometimes I remember seeing things and seeing people. The place would be packed, cars, you know, or you would see, like you said, no one there, or you could tell if the minister was um, stretching, <laughs> trying not to lie in the mm-hmm. pulpit about the person mm-hmm. that you know right. we may not be glad, <laughs> you know, that they're gone. So it's just the, the life lessons I, I feel that you can learn so much in that field. So if someone is interested, how long is the process of schooling? Is it four years or two years? It's actually different, and every state is different. Every state and every country okay. is different, of course. So um, most most states require you to have um, uh, three to four years of college and then okay. an internship, you know, after okay. usually a one- or two-year internship um, after that, and then you take several tests to become license, become a licensed funeral director. But okay. um it, to find out they uh, in their state to find out how to become a licensed funeral director, depending on where they're located, they can visit a website called American Board of Funeral Service Education. Okay, American <laughs> Board of Funeral Service yeah. Education. Okay, okay. Yeah. And, and uh-huh. right then it'll have the states listed, and they'll click on their state and see what's required for their state. But most of the time it's between two and three years of college and one year of internship. And a lot of times if you already have a master's degree, say in California, if you already have a master's degree in a field, any field, you can go in and become, take a test to become a licensed funeral director. Now you won't be able to embalm bodies because they're two separate uh-huh. licenses. So uh-huh. you'll be able to be a funeral director, not an embalmer. So it all depends on your, your state. Okay, 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 wonderful, wonderful. And just for the record, I know you said you turned in your license. The reason yeah. you turned in your license because the, the funeral divas just took off, and now you're yeah. having to devote your time to that uh, exactly. that mission in supporting women in the field. So give out that website so if there are any who are, you know, just catching the show or know someone else who's looking for support and wanting more mm-hmm. information. Okay, the uh, website to Funeral Divas is www.funeraldivas.com. Funeraldivas.com. A lot of people like to follow us on Twitter, and that's Funeral Divas. The handle is Funeral Divas Inc. I N C. Twitter.com slash Funeral Divas Inc. Wonderful. Well, we know that uh, if any if any of our callers on the line, uh, you have questions, you're in the chat room, you have a question, please, you know, uh, Manira's going to stay on the line as well. Uh, for any questions that you might have, you can definitely let us know there in the chat room. We're going to take a short break and come back and bring on uh, Marcella Malone-Williams, who she is, like I said, she's a powerful woman. Um, she and her brother uh, are the co-founders of of a very successful, very successful financial family um, firm. And uh, they specialize in wealth preservation, asset protection, retirement planning, tax diversification strategies, and I love what she calls it, legacy planning. Their unique areas of expertise give them an in-depth understanding of the mistakes individuals individuals make in their financial planning. Um, the duo, the brother and sister duo, spend much of their time speaking and sharing information on how we can build legacy and financial literacy. And one of the things I love about them is they have, um, in the, as far as our organization partnering with them, they have some incredible wealth-building techniques that she's going to share with us today that is totally 
not shared with the masses at all. I don't know why, but we're excited to be able to partner together on some things. And and, uh, when we come back from this break, we're going to bring Marcella on so that she can share those things and also share uh, on a monthly basis. We're going to be sharing some nuggets from her every month on planning so that we can make sure that we are wealthy sisters indeed. So when we come right back, we'll bring Marcella on. Thank you for tuning in today. Three women are murdered every day. Around the world, at least one in three women has been or will be abused in her lifetime. It's time to change these statistics. Join Saving Promise, a national grassroots movement that's bringing about real change. Visit www.savingpromise.org to join our One Voice campaign and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Text My Promise to 20222 to make a $5 donation. We need your voice. Together we can live, thrive, and be free of domestic violence. Business leaders, are you ready to soar? Success is not defined by your wings, but by your courage to leap from the cliff's edge and fly. With Fortune 500 expertise, the Beatty Group partners with creative and motivated leaders, weaving structure and innovation for maximum business success. Visit us at thebeattygroup.com. That's T-H-E-B-A-T-I-E. Group.com or call the Baby Group at 877-264-7699. All right. Well, are you ready for bigger results? I mean, bigger, bigger results, bigger and better results. Well, then you want to attend the Big Thinkers Entrepreneurial Leadership Conference. That's May 17th through the 19th. Go to www.bigthinkersacademy.com and you will learn all about this three-day spectacular event held in the D.C. Baltimore area. On day one, we're going to be talking about communication strategies. Yes, that's right. We have an art of reading body language and we have none other than Miss Ivy K. Piddleton, who's going to be sharing PR techniques, why you need to have a PR firm. Also, day two, we're talking about strategic business planning. Have three workshops there, including the SBA conducting how to do business with the federal government. Where is the small business money and the microloans? And also on day three, that's branding and digital media. You want to be there. Go to BigThinkersAcademy.com so that you can get registered today. Well, our very special guest again here is Miss Marcella Malone-Williams. We want to bring her on the line and say, hello, Marcella. Welcome to the show today. Hello, Deborah. Thank you for having me. Yes, indeed. Well, you know, we are so excited and so thrilled uh, just to be in a, a affiliation, just to know you, first of all, for all the great things that you and your brother are doing. And uh, I want to say thank you for us being able to work together and for the information that you're going to share today and beyond. Sure. Thank you. And it's our pleasure. It's great. You're doing great things, Deborah. And we are just honored to, uh, again, just be in alignment with you and everything that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Now, Marcella, I know you've been a guest on our show before. Tell us a little bit about how you actually got started in this field and why, you know, financial planning. And and and, and, and another thing I love about what you're doing is you keep it simple. It's not it's not like you turn on the TV and sometimes these things or the words, the, the the ticker tape and all that can be overwhelming. But tell us why you got into this field and how you were able to make it so plain and simple for everyone to understand. Thank you. You know, I, I got into this. I was in the – I was doing finance um, as far as bookkeeping and accounting. I grew up in a family business and uh, always having business in mind, handling the books and the business. But personally, there were mistakes I was making because there was a difference. And Mm -hmm. I realized there were areas that I was ignorant in. And I have to say, when I make a mistake, I make mistakes. As long as someone else can learn, I can learn from it, first of all, and others can learn from it, then it's not in vain. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to grow in my own knowledge and understanding I wanted my children to grow and when it comes to the financial knowledge and to help others. So I you know, just started studying, got into classes, did everything I needed to do to get the licenses and certifications I needed, and I dove in it head on and haven't looked back since. <laughs> 
and I and I pulled my brother along for the ride too, and you know we're we're two peas in a pod. So, well, you know, I was going to ask who started first because I, I I didn't know if it was you or your brother or what have you. So you brought him along as well. I did. The joke is that he's older, but he, as he always tells everyone, he's technically older, but um, I'm I guess the domineering little sister. So <laughs> he's me, So uh, he's always. You know, he loves, he's been, always been from a child, a very frugal child. Um, he was uh-huh. a saver. You know, he would borrow money from him. He was looking for those loans, you know, he was doing the loans. So I knew he had that natural ability. And um, when I expressed this desire, he had the same desire. So um, it was mm-hmm. a perfect fit. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely, you guys are doing some incredible things across the country as well. And I know, um, we, like I said, we're going to be sharing a lot of things uh, every month, some of the key points and highlights um, of the things that you're doing and, and me having the opportunity to partner with you all. I know I've had my license now going on five, it's actually over five years, and I'm just thrilled um, to be a part of this this opportunity with you all. And, you know, one of my, again, personal reasons is because uh, it kind of goes back to, like I shared earlier, seeing my father pass away without a plan, without the, the insurance, and, you know, just seeing my mother struggle and things of that nature. And like you made a ton of mistakes um, here. I, I didn't say you made a ton. I said I made a ton of mistakes. <laughs> and just, just the lack of knowledge. But, you know, a lot of this, this financial planning, this 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 preparation, even the things that we were talking about with Manira, were just not shared. There's no class on that in school. There's yeah. nothing that where you can learn. And we're just kind of just thrown out here. I feel into just to try to figure it out. And then it's almost those that have the knowledge, they have gained the knowledge on financial planning. It's almost like they have a pious attitude. It's like. Why don't yeah. you know this? Like you, you're supposed to know this. It's like, wait a minute, come on. You know, I, I just yeah. didn't know. Not to make an excuse. I'm not one to make excuses, but you can't expect the masses to know how to properly plan if Correct. we've never been taught that. So, what are some of the things that you share in your seminars? Well, you know, I and I agree with everything you're saying, and I really enjoyed uh, Manera's segment there because. You know, unfortunately, uh, it just in planning, first of in the financial planning, uh, mm-hmm. preparing for those for the inevitable. It's such mm-hmm. a huge factor in your overall, what we call your, finan- your lifetime financial strategy. That's what it is. That's what financial planning is, a lifetime strategy that you're creating. You don't just create a plan, okay, you're done. It's not mm-hmm. a one-time thing. It's Mm -hmm. something that's carried on throughout your lifetime. And unfortunately, you know, the financial industry as a whole has done their part in keeping most middle-class Americans just in the dark, keeping ignorant. And Mm -hmm. I say enough is enough with that. Mm -hmm. It is time Mm -hmm. for us to learn to grow so that we are able to create a legacy. And that's what we teach about. It's about creating a legacy of what we do with our money Money is there to to create opportunities. It is a tool. And then how we're able to pass it on, creating generational wealth. There are opportunities there that are not just for the high and mighty or the lifestyles of the rich and famous. It is mm-hmm. something that anyone as middle-class Americans can accomplish to start now building wealth, using the tools that we have access to that are right in front of us. Uh, we talk about a lot of the common mistakes that people make and um, the things that need to be done And uh, throughout our seminars. We talk about the importance of life insurance. And, and as uh, Manila was talking about that, you know, we grew, I grew up in a family where we were taught tomorrow's never promised, so always prepare. And I think that keeps us um, close. But the importance of life insurance, legacy planning, and understanding why we think the way we do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's important, understanding why we think the way we do. That's the last thing you mentioned, and I'm not sure if all of those should be in a, in a particular order, but i like to, to talk about that. Why why do we do the things we do? You know, I, I love what Manera said earlier about the horror movie. 
um, as far as social care. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's true, huh? <laughs> it is. You know, it is. You never know. Which is why I never from. watch them. I don't watch any kind of film like that. I don't watch anything that can happen. I don't watch it like that. Exactly. <laughs> I don't need I those images you. in my mind. <laughs> right. Those things will mess you up. <laughs> right. So, but you know, well, throughout life, there are so many situations that are there to mess with us, shape our mm-hmm. thoughts, and mm-hmm. create um, our patterns of thinking. And I can't tell you the amount of people I've come across and clients I've worked with where I've had to help them to overcome that. Um, the simple fact of preparing for their spouse and their children to talk about the things that need to be done, just because, um, as I said earlier, you feel like you're going to jinx it. It's mm-hmm. gonna, it's oh, it's gonna happen a little quicker. But mm-hmm. the key, we have these things that are set up that are created from just generations of mm-hmm. situations or circumstances that happen in our childhood or in our adult life. But it is something we have to, we have to overcome. You know, we have mm-hmm. to take our time, and it starts with understanding. I would say in some situation, understanding why. Why is it important to do this? Once you understand that there are lives depending on you, mm-hmm. uh, your family, your children, yourself, your life, <laughs> depending on your mm-hmm. livelihood is depending on you, then mm-hmm. you're beginning to take one step at a time. That can take you to the next step to mm-hmm. make sure something happens. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Now, when we start talking about this, um, some of those things as far as planning, because, you know, we all believe that we're living, I, I tell my daughter, minimum of 100, baby, minimum of 100. So that's a, that's, that's a long time away from now. And uh, seeing this, especially since I'm just 25, so that's a long mm-hmm. way, right? That's like 75 <laughs> years, right? Okay, I'm just kidding, but <laughs> a little closer than that. But, you know, what today can a person do in this climate? Because I know, I know I hear that, I, and I, I can feel some of the vibes of the people on the lines. Okay, how can I actually begin planning right now where, you know, everything is here, it, gas is almost $5 a gallon. You know, how can I plan for my future? How can someone do that? Can they really do that today? Yes, they can. And, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about the mindset. It starts with first overcoming the number one uh, dilemma that uh, – or the number one setback is procrastination mm-hmm. for individuals. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. putting it off till tomorrow, or I'm going to get to that. Once mm-hmm. you overcome and realize I cannot put this off any longer, then it starts with, okay, let's see where I am. Creating – you can start with creating a budget. Where are you? Start looking at what's coming in and what's going out. But one mm-hmm. of the key things I want to help people realize is that you don't have to do this alone. I mm-hmm. see so many people who, it, it's like going into a, a new doctor and you have to undress and, you know, mm-hmm. it's uncomfortable. You don't want anyone to see you naked, you know. You, you don't want anyone to see your business. And we, there's this feeling of shame of where we are. Mm-hmm. And the key is to overcome that. Financial professionals, insurance professionals, they're not here to judge you. They're here to help. Mm-hmm. So to be able to work with someone that understands where you are and is there to listen to you, not talking at you, but talking with you, having discussions with you to help you through the process, then that's a huge factor and getting and moving in that financial process. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you start with yourself. I always start with the mind. I know you're that way too. That's why you're big thinkers. Mm-hmm. You know, you start. It starts in the mind, and then having to take that physical action, working with someone, or starting with a budget, starting with your personal finance. Take a good look at where you are, and working with an individual that can take you to the next level. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that word budget is it, it can I just I I know it can sound so horrible. <laughs> it's 
like because it, it does it, it, it can it can have a lot of emotions attached to it because a lot of times like you said we're we are really don't want to face the facts we don't really want to know where we really are especially if we've just been busy for the day to day living just surviving and now you know we started this job three years ago and here we are five years ago and five years have gone by ten years have gone by and we're in the same position and we really don't know you know what what's happening there how how can a person if we're looking at changing the mindset what are some of the simple things that they can do to see you know maybe where their finances are and to be able to move to some goals that they need to to plan for how do they even know how much money they're going to need to live on when they retire right you know and, and it does start with creating that list I, mm-hmm. I always mm-hmm. ask individuals, well, what age do you want to retire? You know, a mm-hmm. lot of times there's little factors that we may not really take into consideration. So there is a process, and uh, we go through this process with individuals that you know, we work with as far as, well, let's begin with the end in mind. Okay. okay. What are you planning for? What age do you want to retire? Mm-hmm. What do you want to leave for your family. We have a, uh, you know, the sad fact is as a part of the financial planning process, like I said, uh, there's retirement planning, uh, there's uh, creating the insurance piece so that you have something to take care of your family. And on the retirement side, of course, as I mentioned, there's determining when you want to retire, how much is needed to live off of, and that determined, that's determined by what are you living off of right now? How do you mm-hmm. want to live when you retire? So asking yourself those questions. Mm-hmm. And then on mm-hmm. the insurance side, asking yourself, uh, we have a process called DIME, it's D-I-M-E, and it stands for Debt, Income, Mortgage, and Education. Okay. Now you, it's time to evaluate. Do you have a significant other? Have these conversations. Well, how much debt do you have? How much income um, are you going to need? Which for us when we're planning this, is usually income, which you're making now times 10. Uh, okay. Mortgage and the education, and that determines what type of uh, death benefit you need for your life insurance. Because right now, just uh, like 42% of uh, Americans are not adequately insured. And just for the life, just for the burial, just, just for the just burial, for the burial. correct. Uh, just to mm-hmm. be able to be able to provide for their family once they're gone. Once they're gone, you know your income. It's no longer there. You know, mm-hmm. if you have mm-hmm. someone that's dependent, you have children, how's the education going to be paid for? How's the mortgage going to be taken care of? You know, mm-hmm. those are the responsibilities, as uh, and Eric mentioned earlier, about taking care of your your loved ones, removing mm-hmm. that burden that uh, that's left with them. They already have to deal with grieving. Why mm-hmm. not? Why add that to the pressure, the financial mm-hmm. pressure? So that's why we have to look at these factors. So, you know, just ask, answering a question in the simplest form, which is too late now, but uh, it is simply asking, having the conversations and the communicating with the significant others and your family members, your parents, about the importance of what is it you need to accomplish, what is it you're trying to accomplish while you're here, and what mm-hmm. are you trying to accomplish when you're not here. Mhm, mhm. So it's, it's actually a more holistic point when you uh, point of view when you're talking about what are you trying to accomplish. I think um, kind of like you're helping people dream again, perhaps, um, yeah. or to to stop stop and look. And before we go further, I, I have uh, open the, the line for Manira. Just a quick question, Manira. What is the average expense? Uh, that came to my mind when um, Marcella shared that 42% of Americans are not adequately prepared for just a burial expense. What's the average cost for a funeral? Well, you know, again, it depends on your, your city, your state, uh, where you're located at. But for the most mm-hmm. part, they're between five and $8,000. You will find firms that are more expensive, like ten dollars to $15,000. But because mm-hmm. when you knock on the front door, how much it's going to cost, you know, whether mm-hmm. it's going to be a $15,000 funeral or not, you can kind of tell by, you know, the funeral home and, you know, where it's located and everything. So, but for the most part, it's anywhere between five and 8000 right about now, especially in the black community. And and that's that's not including the, the cemetery, or is it? 
That's including the average price cemetery. When you get to the more pricier oh. cemeteries, then yes, you can pay $10,000 for a funeral. Okay, okay, all right, okay, thank you. Okay, so um, Marcella, you talked about yeah. the DIME acronym in planning. Now, we this time is going by so fast, and we, we know we're going to have you back on on a regular basis, but tell yeah. us, give us a little sneak preview um, of how you actually help people. Are, do you have to meet them mm-hmm. face-to-face, or are you now offering webinars that people can can listen to at home while they're still, you know, taking care of the household or what have you. How how do how can people get this information from you? Yes, so uh, we are they got for technology. I'm a technology girl, so <laughs> I love it. Um, uh-huh. I, I work with individuals all over the country because of the power of technology. And we do we offer we meet with our clients who are not local uh via webinar. Uh, so we go through a step-by-step process that we have mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to really understand where they are and where they mm-hmm. want to be and how we can help them get through that process. Mm-hmm. And uh, through that, we, again, we're able to do that webinar. Uh, we are also going to be offering uh, a different series of webinars for people to be able to get this information because it is so important for them to have access to. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, the key is that with it all, we're going to create that. We have that legacy planning process. And, mm-hmm. um, and so that's step, step by step. Uh, and that's so important. We live in a microwave society where everyone wants something done now and, uh, okay, move on. But we really emphasize <laughs> the importance of that, of taking your time mm-hmm. getting it done properly. And, mm-hmm. uh, again, we're able to do that in person or um, through tech- webinar technology. And, and just as, as a sneak preview here with, yes. with a few minutes left in the show, uh, tell us about one of those major, I don't want to call them secrets, but it's almost like it's a secret, we'll say best-kept secret or strategy about using insurance. Um, what is that all about as far as planning for your retirement and having the tax deferment and things of that nature? Can you share briefly about that as well? Yes, yes, no problem. You know, life insurance, and it's been quoted that it is the best-kept secret, especially in tax savings. Mm-hmm. Um, the Internal Revenue Codes, and I'm definitely going to look it up, Internal Revenue Code 72 and um, 7702. Actually, it's in there where how you can use life insurance to create tax-free income mm-hmm. uh, for retirement planning. Um, so there is a living benefit to life insurance that people are just not aware of. And one of the most wonderful things I heard a client tell me the other day that she was watching the commercial and they were talking about this living benefit of insurance now. And she's like, oh, it's also great to be ahead of the curve for once because she, this is something I did with her like a year ago. And she was so excited to know she was ahead of that. She was already knowledgeable about something that's now starting to come out, but it's been a secret for years for the wealthy. But we, there are ways that we are able, and that's what we will be discussing in these segments coming up on your show, uh, Deborah. the secrets of how to begin building wealth using what's already in front of us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now if everybody uh, that's listening and you tune in, you want to be able to get more information, we also uh, know that there are some free uh, books. You have an opportunity to, to have access to a powerful book and some other great tips as well. You can go to everybodyneedsinsurance.com, everybodyneedsinsurance.com, and just put your email there and uh, we'll send you the information I know and let you know more about some of the segments that Marcella is doing in, in the webinars as well uh, to, so that you can begin planning. And, you know, just the biggest thing is, like, I love what you said, Marcella, is don't be afraid to take that step. And the fact that all insurance professionals or professional people, period, are not there to judge. Because, we, you know, like we said earlier, we didn't have this information, so how were we expected to know? So there's nothing to be embarrassed about. I think, I, think, I don't know, I, I just have my own little opinions on why this has been kept a mystery or why we don't, we've been taught not to talk about money and, and everybody oh, lies. <laughs> Most people right. got a 
flex and say we're doing something and we're not, and you'd be surprised. I'm sure you've seen a lot of situations where if if we knew <laughs> the person right. knew how that other person was really living, you would realize you're not so bad and don't feel so bad about it. So the biggest thing Definitely. is make that first step. Well, I tell you, this has just been another phenomenal show. Manira, do you have any final comments you'd like to leave with our guests today before we sign off here in the next minute? Oh, let me make sure I take you off mute so that everybody can hear you. <laughs> that would be a good thing. Go ahead, Manira. I just wanted to say, I know we said it already and we said it ten times, but they really need not to be afraid of this process. Mm-hmm. You know, just, you know, once it's over, it's about healing, it's about you loving your loved one, it's about celebrating their life, and there's no other greater way to celebrate their life than to come together, plan their final service, and celebrate their lives. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing dishonorable about it. It's just simply the right thing to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And making sure that you have your plan in action so that your family is not fussing and fighting and causing a rift, a generational yeah. rift in the family there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and so have it so far ahead that people don't even remember why they don't speak right. to that side of the family anymore. You know, exactly. generations are lost. You're lost like that, lost like that. Well, thank you so much, ladies. We look forward to much success from each and every one of you all and again congratulations to you tune in next week everyone want to thank you for dialing into the show and if you missed the first half of it you can catch it at wealthy sisters radio s-i-s-t-a-s radio this show and all of our other great ones and remember you can find us there on itunes as always we wish you and yours the best of everything great see you next week This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters, brought to you by the professional black woman, turning your concepts into cash. Join Deborah Hardnett, our host next week, as she interviews another powerful, progressive, and positive sister, and visit us on the web at www.wealthysisters.com. That's www.wealthysisters.com. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.